0: This is the Punk and Pile Drivers Podcast with your host, Big Bad Boris. It is time, my children, for another episode of the Punk and Pile Drivers Podcast. My name is Big Bad Boris, and I'm joined by someone who's kind of new to my sphere of the world, and I'm looking forward to learning more about him. Mr. Mars, the specialist, is my guest this week. Mars, how the hell are you?
1: I'm good, man. I've I've had a very lazy day today. I've slept a lot just because my first day off I'm like two weeks. So I'm I'm ready to talk. I'm ready to do some things.
0: So you're Calgary located, right? What's the rain and flooding situation looking like over there?
1: Oh, at least in my area, there's no flooding that I can see. It's just a lot of lot of rain, though. That's that's for sure. A lot of rain and wind.
0: But you are dry and safe.
1: I'm currently dry and safe. Yeah,
0: <laughs> right on. So the first time that I remember crossing paths with you, it was. Several months ago, I went to an RCW show just kind of for kicks. It's not something I usually do, not for any kind of nefarious reasons. I, I don't go to a lot of shows that I'm not on for financial reasons. And, and I really, really enjoy. I went there. I believe I was going there to see. I can't remember if it was uh, uh, Heavy Metal MRB were doing the one-hour draw or if it was Gigi Ray and Zoe Sager I wanted to see. But uh, I really enjoyed your match. When I went back to, to say hello to my friends, I made sure to go over there and say hello to you. And you seemed like a very nice, polite young man. And then uh, I was happy to see you got on PWA doing the, uh, the Saddle Gnome thing. And I wanted to learn a little bit more about you. So tell me about... Because I hear you've only been doing this for, for... Is it seven months is what I've been told? Uh, it's currently June.
1: So it would be yeah, about nine months now.
0: Since, since first match or since you yes. started training? Training training would be 11 months. Ah, but that's fantastic. I mean, uh, <laughs> the, the, you wrestle above your years, if, that, if that's a compliment I can give oh,
1: you. Well, thank you. I'll, I'll take it.
0: So where did this bug come from, and how did you kind of get involved in all of this nonsense?
1: Um, so I've always grown up loving wrestling since I was like 10 years old, and I always wanted to do it ever since like my first or second time watching it. So, growing up, I did amateur wrestling. I did, like, the sports in high school. And then, right before the pandemic hit, I found uh, workforce training. And that was the school in Calgary that I chose. There's not really a lot of schools in Calgary right now. So, I was like, I'm going to do it. And then the pandemic hit, and then I had to wait until it was all over. And finally, 2021 hit, and I was able to go to wrestling school. Well, yeah, wrestling school for about three months, and then first match in end of August, early September.
0: Workforce training. Why do I not know that?
1: Um, I, I I don't know. It's uh, <laughs> uh, it's right now the head coach there is Chris Knight.
0: Okay. Chris okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah. interesting. Okay, I'm not familiar with that. So, so you say you did some amateur in school. Do you find that that kind of helped you? in terms of, of what we do in, in the professional wrestling, in terms of footwork and things like that, did any of that kind of transfer over?
1: Um, yes and no, it's, it was hard to get out of the mentality of like actually trying to like physically like take down your opponent and like work together instead. So that, there's of like, a lot of those things that I take out of my head, like the footwork, the rolls, the being able to like maneuver around with a person that did, that did translate over pretty well.
0: Okay, so who are some of you you have been watching since you were 10 years old? You're what, like 15 now? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So who are some of the, some of the guys that influenced you and some of the guys you maybe kind of try to pattern the style after?
1: So my favorite of all time is Edge. Okay. He's growing up, like... So even though like he didn't last long since he started watching because he retired relatively soon, I always had like the DVDs. Okay. Of wrestlers. Like there's always gifts my parents who always got me the DVDs. So I was able to like all watch his stuff so Edge is my favorite growing up. There's Dan Bryan, who if you like watch a lot of my stuff, you can tell I take a lot from Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson, um, Kurt Angle, another guy I take a lot from in my wrestling style. Um, and then like Eddie Guerrero, Benoit Jericho, like, all like a lot more technical guys, I'd say for me, just the way I like to wrestle.
0: I was gonna say that sounds like there's a lot more more of the kind of the grappling influence.
1: Yes, for sure. A little bit of high flying and a lot of grappling, yes.
0: So, so three months of training before first match—that seems like—and again, I've talked to a lot of different people who have a lot of varying, different experiences with their training. But to me, three months doesn't sound like much time at all. Do you think you were ready?
1: Um, it's hard to say. Like, always looking at the first match is like cringy, but like, even like one of my favorite matches I've ever had is like my fifth match in, which is like only a few weeks after I started wrestling. So it's like, it's hard to say if I wasn't ready or not. Like I, like, I, I don't know. It's hard to tell. Like, cause my fifth match ever is with heavy metal. Okay. And like, obviously that definitely helped the fact that it was actually a good match, but like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I definitely think I got lucky being able to learn from really good people. Like I had Niter, my head coach, I had Raj, I had Mo who always showed up to the school. I learned and got like a liking from early from, MRB and metal who are two great great minds so it definitely helped but like I don't know it's hard to say if I was ready or not I, well I, I it
0: sounds know. like you're definitely surrounded by a lot of good people
1: yeah absolutely like those are
0: all names that I definitely respect
1: I, I I love them they're they're such great minds such good people like I I would not be where I am right now without them for sure
0: so who was the first match?
1: uh first match is actually against a person you wouldn't know his name was travis he's another student from the school at the time oh, okay and it was just like it was a heart legacy show
0: Oh, okay and they,
1: and they just needed people because a bunch of people had to cancel because of covid so mo and Knight are on the show and they were like hey you guys can just come and fill out a spot in the cart essentially so that's that was my first match
0: so was it like a last minute thing you were already at the building or was this something you knew about in advance
1: it was probably about like just a week in advance. Oh, okay. Insane. Yeah.
0: So you had a week to stress and worry? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so how, did you, how do you feel that it went, though?
1: It went as, it went as good as you expect. Like two guys who like were only a few months of training in, just having to you know, go out there and do the matches they had in class, essentially, just in front of people.
0: So, so who, It was all right. Who played the baby and who played the heel?
1: I was the baby. He was the heel.
0: See, I think it's a little bit more challenging to be the baby. Would you agree? Especially in your first kind of situation like that. It's kind of it's easier to go out there and get heat, even if it's cheap heat.
1: Yes, I agree. But also, I think I'm very well fit to be a baby face. Just how I look and how I portray myself, I guess. So it's easy for me, I guess. If that makes so, sense.
0: Okay. So what, uh, what other company? I know you work for RCW. You've done a quick hit in, in PWA at the Dome Show. How was your experience at the Saddle Dome? That's uh, that's a it's a very unique thing that we get to do that I've always found a lot of fun.
1: That was the coolest thing for me. I was so excited when I got the message from MRB, like, "Hey, we have a spot in the show for you." I was so happy, and like that was easily a large largest crowd I've been in front of yet, and it was so cool. Like, I remember uh, one of my buddies. I have like a group chat of old high school friends, and they sent me a photo they got of me from one of their friends, and I was like, "Is this?" Is this Mars? Is this, is this our buddy from high school? I'm like, yeah, Oh my god, it's so cool. People who like I used to go to school with are just seeing me now. It's it was, it was such a cool experience.
0: So, which mat were you in the big the big ten man group thing? Correct. Yes. I have a terrible memory.
1: <laughs> it's all good.
0: So where did the name Mars come from? Because I think Mars the Specialist is kind of a badass name, and I tried to like search my memory banks for some sort of pop culture reference or something, and I couldn't come up with anything. Am I missing something obvious? Or is this No, a no, kind of there, there's name? no
1: pop culture references. No that was, was all like basically two things came together and made that name. I've always been a fan of like the one word name just because Edge is my favorite of all time. Fair, okay. And so growing up, I was always Mars. But it started out with an S and then like over time it just became a Z because it stood out more I guess. And then I remember some with my friend when I was younger and just like the term a specialist came up somehow and I was like I mean I want to be a technical wrestler. I'm the amateur wrestler so it fit that perspective so I just put them together and became Mars the Specialist.
0: Because I want to say there was some sort of movie called The Specialist so maybe that's what I was thinking of.
1: No I, I wouldn't know that movie.
0: I don't know it either. I just have heard of it. Okay. So a part of the genius of the Punk and Potter podcast is the musical aspect of this. I like to have the people who come on pick songs that mean something to them or songs that they like. And we play them during the podcast and we talk about them. Uh, You picked a song. Uh, by a band a lot of people are familiar with, especially in in professional wrestling because uh, they've they've supplied theme song theme songs for different uh, uh, workers and TV shows. Uh, you picked uh, Disturbed. The song is called Indestruct- indestructible tripping over my words. Uh, tell me a bit about why you picked this one.
1: So if you know my theme song right now in RCW, it's another disturbed song. So what are you waiting for by Disturbed? So these guys are my favorite band for sure. Um, growing up, I actually wanted Indestructible to be my theme. Like in the WWE games, like on WWE 13, I believe it was, you would plug like a CD into your Xbox and actually like rip the song from the CD and put it into the game making make it oh, a okay. song. So I actually did that with Indestructible because we had a CD of it. Um, at first it was kind of just like a song I liked, but like these days it kind of like means something more to me because like, I've, I, I do a lot of dumb bumps so i kind of started seeing myself as kind of like almost indestructible in that ring to a fault sometimes i'm sore a lot now but yeah just kind of like it became a favorite song that now has like more meaning to it for
0: me all right so we're going to throw to your first track right now this is disturbed this is indestructible on the punk and todd evers podcast on the punk and potter's podcast i'm joined by mars the specialist uh you spoke moments ago about uh, uh in the intro to that song about uh taking dumb bumps and being indestructible give me a bit of a list of some of the the quote-unquote dumb bumps you've taken and do you regret anything
1: um i have a big uh diving habit i guess is the best way to put it <laughs> a lot of moon salts the outside and just like over the top dives and no, no like hardcore matches yet. Mm-hmm. Um, God knows what I've done in that mayhem match on the PWA show if was happening this week. Uh, <laughs> um,
0: yeah, I was looking just, forward to that show a lot. It's unfortunate it had to be postponed, but hopefully yes, a new hopefully date will soon. be set uh, very soon.
1: Yes, sir. Hopefully soon. But yeah, mostly just like mostly just the dives and my big dumb bumps. A lot of flip flippy stuff, if you will, as some people put it.
0: So, does does the bravery for those kind of things, did that come natural to you? Were you just very gung-ho to to kind of throw yourself into things like that? Or, Or were you a little bit more trepidatious until you became more comfortable with your body and comfortable with how things work?
1: I've always been, like, even growing up, I remember being, like, on the playground and, like, imitating, like, Mankind and Jeff Hardy. So, I've always had a pretty good pain tolerance. So, like, going into the ring, like, it's a bit... It's honestly less scary just because there's someone there to catch you and like you have people there to trust. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully catch you, yes. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's like I've always been pretty risk-taky. More of a risk-taker. So I, I, it translated pretty well over to actually in the ring where I had people to trust.
0: So what are some of your, of your favorite matches you've had so far and who are the guys that you've enjoyed working?
1: So my favorite match, well, my two favorite matches of all time are both with heavy metal, I'd say. That first match, they really put me on the map. My fifth match in was with Heavy Metal. I brought all my friends in. It was a Commonwealth title match. And like we won 45 minutes my fifth match ever, which is crazy. Absolutely crazy. And then the match where I won the RCW title also with Heavy Metal. Just a really cool moment. Also a really great match and a really great story, which is important to me. Uh, my match a few weeks ago with Stephen Crow at Love Wrestling. Stephen Crow is one of my best friends in the world right now. And that match was just so much fun to me. It was so good.
0: He's a he's the guy, and I we had him on a couple of weeks ago, and he's a guy that just came out of nowhere and has a kind of an interesting story as to you know becoming a referee just because there was no one else to referee, and the way that he's grown into the performer he is, it's it's almost mind boggling, really.
1: It's insane. Yeah, we actually I came in like right after him too, so we kind of had this like connected upbringing in wrestling. So he's like, he's my forever feud, as I call him right now.
0: He's your, your Sammy Zane, he's, your, he, he, your I'm Kevin his, Owens.
1: Yes. Either one. I, I'm ginger, but I'm also bigger. So I think I have to be Kevin Owens. I'm not, I can be either or.
0: So <laughs> then, so then when the Mars, the specialist, WWE network special comes out in about 12 years, there'll be old, <laughs> old footage of you wrestling Steven Crow.
1: Yes. Yes, absolutely.
0: So you said, uh, yeah, winning the RCW title that early on in your career is it kind of a, of, a, of a feather in your cap that they have enough faith in you to put the title on you like was, a, lot of, a lot of people consider you know the championship is just a prop but it's also like a sign of your spot on the card and your sign of your place in, in the company and you're part of the show really
1: yeah it was it was really cool it was really humbling I guess is the best way to put it because like when you're wrestling you're kind of just like you're just zooming through, like every week. Just like, oh, it's wrestling week. It's time to get the shows in. But like, when you take that second to like smell the roses, sit back, looking like a good man. Like, it was such a cool moment. Like, I remember being back there, and everyone's like, "You deserve it. You've earned it." I'm Like, man, like I've been here for like six months. Like, it, it all happened so fast. But like, it was it was very it was a very nice moment to be like, "Here's the ball. Run with it." Like, we trust you enough. It was really cool.
0: How long of a reign did you have?
1: Wasn't too too long. It was two months, I want to say. Okay. Which is it's fine for me. I've never been the biggest fan of babyface underdog championship runs. I don't. I think Babyface faces were better than the chase. The
0: chase is always better. I agree. Yes, with
1: you. and I, I like the story of the chase. So I, I was I wasn't too miffed about losing the title early because I don't. I feel like it's easy how the fans turn a babyface when they just keep beating everyone over and over mm-hmm. again. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that's just me.
0: So, back to your training. So, who was there, like, a class? Who else was in your class,
1: so, um, so to speak? No one, I think you know, like, the only name that, like, might be known from, like, a few RCW shows is Isaac Takeover.
0: He doesn't he, ring a bell, no disrespect yeah, he's intended. he's relatively
1: new as well, though. Like, he's only had a few matches in RCW. Besides that, like, no one, no one you'd really know, like, hmm. wrestling's hard. Like, some people have a, had a few matches in RCW, but, like. No one's like stayed for that long just because you know, wrestling's hard. People have lives to live. Yeah, no one you know.
0: It is. It's an interesting thing to to spend your weekends getting getting beat up before you go back to to the shoot job, so to speak.
1: Oh yeah, no. I I've come to work with like black eyes and stuff. And they're like, man, wh- why are you doing this? I'm like, it's what I love. It's hard to explain.
0: It is tough to explain. Just tell him you should see the other guy.
1: <laughs> exactly. I guy's I, I, okay. I still one.
0: one Uh, one thing that i enjoy that you did recently was your your first match for love wrestling when you did the tag with uh sheik akbar shabazz because he's such a tremendous scummy bad guy (laughs) and and the way you two kind of played off each other the story like there's the mat the story of the match of your team versus that team but the story of you guys in that match i'd love to see that followed up with and have you guys have a singles
1: uh, we've had one singles actually afterwards, but it was just in a small town. I believe it was Andrew Alberta. but I'd love for there to be a bigger I'd like for it, for it to be story.
0: in in love wrestling because I want to call it <laughs>
1: <laughs> And no, I love I'd love a bigger follow through because Sheik, he's he's such a funny guy and he's so he's so easy to play off of because he plays such a good dick like, yeah. <laughs> it's it'll be fun. I think it'd be a lot of fun.
0: Who do you have on the twenty fourth for love wrestling? Pardon my not remembering because I'm oh, a terrible it's person.
1: not been announced yet, but I know.
0: Oh, that's Absolutely. why, that's why I don't know. It hasn't been yes. announced. Spencer keeps me in the dark on things too. But well, we better I, not. I,
1: I know who it is, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to
0: ruin Spencer's surprise. No, we better not do that or we might get in big trouble. Yes. So, so who are, or, or, do you, do you watch a lot of wrestling? I've, I've talked about this before that a lot of people that I have on a lot of, of, of indie wrestlers that I know either watch a ton of wrestling like I do. Or they watch next to no wrestling, like, like Sheik, Akbar, Shabazz and some other guys. Do you watch? Did you find the time to watch a lot of stuff going on? It's hard
1: to watch weekly now just because I'm so busy. But I do, like, a lot of times, like, take like, a bath, throw on, like, go on YouTube, find, like, a match in either Japan or go on the network and find a match on there. So I still do watch a lot of wrestling. It's just, like, the weekly stuff, like AEW, WWE, I'm not able to watch it every week. So I have mm. to, like, sometimes just find the highlights. And like the, the results. I do still watch a lot of wrestling, yeah.
0: I could see you being kind of a fan of, of what goes on in Japan because I think that lends itself a little bit to your style.
1: Yes, a lot of Japan. I love Kotobushi.
0: I just finished uh, Dominion uh, actually this afternoon. Uh, again, they do a lot of filler in New Japan. Those six-man tags can tend to, to kind of drag yeah. on a little bit. but uh, But the big-name guys still deliver.
1: The main events are
0: always phenomenal. Yes. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, to Forbidden Door, even though I don't know exactly know who all is going to be able to come over. Those rumors that Okada is coming over, and those rumors that Okada is not coming over. So who yes. knows what's going to happen with that? What are what's what's a dream match for you? Like, do you follow a lot of like these guys on the Indies that are starting to make a big name, and, and you know like like Speedball, Mike Bailey, and those kind of guys? Do you have aspirations for that, or do you want to go right to the top and and, and take on Roman Reigns?
1: If anyone knows anything about me. I want to wrestle Josh Alexander. Okay. i said it countless times. I'm probably pissing people off how much I say it. I'm trying to put it into the world so it happens. I want to wrestle Josh Alexander so bad.
0: He's been through here a number of times, though. How has this not already happened?
1: I mean, He hasn't been here since I've been here. That's the thing. Oh. So, like, his last time here with Heavy Metal and MRB, I believe, was in a tag match, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. Um, that was like three or four weeks before I showed up.
0: Oh, so you just missed it. Here. So yes. what a, what about him has uh, has your eye?
1: Man, I'm in I'm into like more physicality. He's like physical, he's technical, like we have very similar styles, we have very similar looks. I have long hair. Um, man, I think we just we go in there and kill each other. I think it'd be so much fun.
0: So let's put this out into the wrestling world with peace and love to various promoters. Who are listening right now, <laughs> Spencer Love? That you want to wrestle <laughs> Josh Alexander? <laughs> yes. There you go. See now when that okay. happens, then uh, then I'm going to take credit for it.
1: Yes, absolutely. And then, <laughs> and my un, un like unrealistic want is Brian Danielson, but like that's. That's going to be a
0: hard one. See, but you never know with things like that, because there's something I've become a really big fan of lately that you're seeing a lot of the, these younger talent that are starting to, to, to come up into the bigger companies, taking on the more established talent. And you'll see like a, like when they show the picture of MJF at an autograph session with CM Punk. And then, you know, all these years later, they're wrestling each other. And I think stuff like that's really cool. So, I mean, if you think about that, it's not super far fetched. Things like that can happen. I, th- I
1: think it's really cool too that I don't know where it is. I'm able to find it and it makes me mad. But there is a picture of me and at the time Daniel Bryan at the car show downtown that they always had like, the wrestlers at.
0: Oh, oh, World of Wheels or whatever that the was called? World of
1: called? Wheels, yes. <laughs> so, there we go. We have an established picture that we can use too, guys. Well, it's there we there. go.
0: We got the backstory already. We yeah. were actually supposed to have him, uh, uh, Daniel Bryan in, or Brian Danielson, sorry. Um, uh, he, had, he was booked for PWA many, many years ago, and I think a week or two weeks before he ended up getting hurt. Uh, and unfortunately, he couldn't make the booking, but he was, uh, there was, there's was posters that were made with him on it and stuff. And that's Ew. one of our big regrets is that we weren't able to, to complete that.
1: Man, I hear a lot of like old PWA stories about how the people that had booked that are like, "Wow, I missed out on craziness."
0: There's, uh, there's an almost two decade history of a lot of really great, like, like our our own homegrown talent, plus the guys that we brought in. It's, it, it has been a really, really fun ride, and uh, I'm hoping there'll be more of it uh, to come. And I'm hoping you'll be a part of it.
1: I would, I would absolutely love to be part of it. Yes.
0: All right, we're gonna whip up through your second song here. Now, this is a band that I'm not familiar, familiar with called Egypt Central. The track is White Rabbit. Tell me about this.
1: So I, I remember when I was choosing the songs, I chose Instructable as like a meaningful song, and this song is more just a song like I really just I vibe with it. I really enjoy it. So uh, this song, I actually only found recently. I found maybe a few months ago, and then that lend me more into all their other songs but this is a song i just throw in the car a lot like you can ask tj ken and tony machete when we're in the car rides this is a song that i play constantly i just really i'm more of a rock guy and i just mm-hmm. really enjoy the song
0: right on all right so we're gonna throw that now this is white rabbit this is egypt central on the punk and powder podcast was right rabbits that was egypt central the second pick from mars the specialist now you were pulling my leg a little bit when we were chatting uh, about the podcast <laughs> telling me you were going to pick more country songs and for a second there i thought you were serious and i was gonna i was gonna be like what the hell
1: i was i was very close to being that guy just choosing Ryan Stone cowboy i was very close
0: <laughs> i mean I, like i said I'll, I'll i'll play it's funny because I swore that I would never censor anyone's music picks, even though I can be a bit of a music <laughs> I And, and, and I, I've never done it, or I said that I've never done it. And then MRB uh, uh, corrected me because he picked a band that I really don't like. And I told him I didn't want to do it. And I totally forgot that I did that. So he always reminds oh. me of that and gives me a hard time. And I can't remember who it was, but he picked a band that I just despise. And, and ever since then, I, I've not done it and I've played whatever. No but uh, yeah, so I apologize again to MRB. I, I want to <laughs> say, I, I can't remember what it was, but it was someone I didn't like. Um, so you're, again, how, how old are you, if I may ask? Oh, that's not polite. I am 22. So you are very, very young into this and you're in a very opportune time where you've, you've, you're have you've a fast learner. You're already competing at a high level. Where do you see the next five to 10 years for you? Oh
1: man, that's, that's always the, that's the tough question. Cause like for me, I've always said, I want to get out of here relatively soon i want to be able to travel the world i want to go to mexico i want to go to japan i want to go to the uk i want to learn all the various styles of the worlds, and eventually that leads to one of the big companies of impact aw or WWE. that's like the dream route the chris joker route as i call it because he traveled the world mm-hmm. for going back to ecw so that that's what i want in the next five ten years
0: because the timing is right now that the, the pandemic is i mean I, apparently tonight at midnight there are like no more restrictions in Alberta. The pen, I don't want to say it's over because it's not, but like the, the, the worst of it is over and the world is starting to open up. So there's an opportune time now uh, to try to kind of try to get out of here. And I've started to think yeah. about a guy like Sean Moore, who's over in Mexico right now and he's killing it. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Like I remember John O'Reilly was like, Hey, when we find the time, when we find the chance, I can probably put a word for you in Mexico. Him and Blay said that. And I was like, that would be so cool. Cause like, I, need, I want to learn everything. I want to be the best professional wrestler in the world. I know that's a lofty goal, but like you need to have lofty goals to make it, I feel. So I want to be the best in the world. And to be the best in the world, I need to be knowing all the styles in the world.
0: And that's just it. If, you're, you know, if you don't want to be the best and you want to be the guy that holds the title and you want to be the go to guy, then there's not really a whole lot of point in doing this.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So um, give me a list of some of your upcoming bookings. Where can the, the, the folks check you out?
1: Uh, this weekend, I am in Winnipeg again, actually. Oh, right on. I'm doing three shows for Tony Condello in Winnipeg. Um, I was going to do the PWA show on the 19th, but it's sadly been postponed till next month or the month after or whatever. Um, so I may be at RCW. I may not. We shall see. I may make a surprise. Uh, the week after, next week, is a very good, busy week for me. We have Top Talent Wrestling on the Thursday, 23rd. We have Love Wrestling on the 24th, Friday. And then we have RCW Red Deer on the 25th. And then the week after, on Tuesday, we have a show in Saskatchewan for RCW. And then just the normal RCWs on Friday Saturday.
0: So you're going to be sore and tired and happy.
1: Oh, man. One day off I get next, like, month.
0: Yes. But but you love it, right?
1: I absolutely love it. I would not exchange it for anything in the world.
0: And that's exciting because in the past years, there's been – I mean, there's a lot of really great companies that are up and running right now, which is awesome because there was years past where the guys would get their, their one show a month, maybe two shows a month. So the fact you can do a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday it is not something that was really around even, you know, five or six years ago.
1: Yeah. I, I, I know I'm very privileged. So many people have told me like they got there once a month back in Alberta because of PWA doing like, I believe once a month or once every two weeks, whatever it was, or didn't run that often back before the pandemic, uh mpw only ran once a month for people like ty and rich so like i don't take it for granted like i know i'm very privileged to be able to work so much and i'm so happy i was able to learn so fast because of that
0: yeah it's all about reps and ring time right absolutely uh ty jackson was just added to the uh, love wrestling show that's on the 24th I've, I've seen him a couple of times at a you know a couple of rcw shows i've checked out uh tell me a bit about him
1: I think you will be very, very happy and impressed with him. I absolutely, in a personal sense, he's also one of my best friends in the world. I love him. We've had a lot of heart to hearts. We are the same age. We have very similar upbringings. We were both chubbier kids who have now lost weight. And now we are. I, I I hate saying this, but I believe we are two of the best right now going in Alberta. And we're just we're just able to grow, and we're going to be growing together right now in the business. And he is, he's phenomenal. I think you'll enjoy calling this match.
0: Yeah. I reached out to him today just to get a little bit more information on his character and maybe some names and moves just so I'm prepared. And he came across like a, like a good dude. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Uh, where can we find you on the social medias the kids like these days?
1: I am on Twitter at Mars specialist. I am on Instagram at Mars brace That might be hard to spell, but. You'll find if you look up at Mars, if you follow the other wrestlers, it'll be there. And then I do have Facebook, but that's that's just my shoot name. Um, And yeah, that's it, I believe.
0: All right. Pineapple on pizza, yes or no?
1: Um, I'm starting to like pineapple more. I hated it when I was younger, so I'm going to go right in the middle. I'll take it. (laughs) <laughs> i used i used to be a straight no guy but now i'm slowly becoming more of a tropical food guy
0: oh look at this you're you're evolving, I'm evolving. Uh, is a is a hot dog a sandwich
1: oh no oh no no um <laughs> um, um, um um if it's sideways yes
0: oh yeah i've never heard that take before <laughs> look at you blowing the doors off this stuff so you're obviously you know you uh you are are very much in good shape so I'm I'm sure you spend a lot of time in the gym and stuff. Do you have like a cheat meal kind of a go-to cheat meal kind of thing? Uh spaghetti. Oh, okay. You know what? I'm going to tell you something right now. This is going to blow your doors off now. I didn't know about this until until recently when I uh, when my girlfriend cooked me some spaghetti. She cooks the noodles, okay? And before you put the sauce on, you take cheese whiz and you roll your noodles in cheese whiz, then you put the sauce on. I'm telling you, if it's a cheat meal and not an everyday thing, fantastic. I know uh, it, sound, it, sounds, it sounds gross, right? It's, it's, I'm telling you. Look at me. I like food.
1: Okay. I you know what? I'll, I'll take your word for it. I've <laughs> never in my life have heard cheese with spaghetti.
0: Cheese with spaghetti. Well, I'll believe you. All right. Uh, what is your favorite wrestling match of all time that you are not in?
1: Um, uh, I'm split between two. So I'll say them both. All right. Uh, there's CM Punk, John Cena, Money in the Bank 2011. Okay. And Dan Bryan, Brock Lesnar, Survivor Series.
0: Really? Yes. Interesting, interesting, interesting. All right. Uh, I thank you for hanging out with me. And uh, I, 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 I'm a fan of yours. Like I said, hey. that, that one day I really enjoyed the match. When I went back to say hi to MRB, uh, I made sure to pop over and just, and just shake your hand and say hi because I was impressed with, with your match. And I was glad you got to do the PAWA. And I hope that our paths cross a lot more in the future.
1: i i hope so
0: too i'll definitely see you next week hell yeah all right we we are going to go out to a track by uh that came out in about 2020 by a band called protagonist uh it is called the killing fields it has it checks off all of my punk rock bosses it's crunchy it's fast and i just like it so we're going to go out to that i think next week we're going to do another ask boris so if you have a question you want to ask me, you want my opinion on something, you want to know if pineapple belongs on pizza or if a hot dog's a sandwich, how do you eat a hot dog sideways? Is it like like, like, a, like a pizza crust? But like not, yeah.
1: Do you like a sandwich at that point? It's in the name.
0: Have you done that? Um,
1: maybe? I don't know. I just, <laughs> I saw it on the spot. I I'm, probably yeah,
0: have. I asked all the hard-hitting questions, right? I can tell. right on all right so yeah we're going to go to protagonist it's going to be asked for us next week so if you've got a question hit me up on the social medias thank you again mars and we will talk to all of y'all next week